Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a newly committed high school athlete that just received an athletic scholarship. He's got a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 283 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. I truly hope you and your family had a great Christmas and that you are looking forward to the new year. Welcome 2022. We are halfway through our winter high school sports, done with all the fall sports, and preparing for high school spring seasons. No matter where you are in the season, it is recruiting season. If you are a senior, class of 2022, a junior, class of 2023, a sophomore class of 2024, or a high school freshman class of 2025, there is something that you can be doing to get that athletic scholarship. So let's get into myth number four about athletic scholarships. Myth number four is one of the 10 myths that are found in the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. You can get more information on recruit-me.com and click on the new Recruit Me 3.0 tab at the top. Myth number four is, I can wait until my senior year to look for athletic scholarships. Here's the truth given in the Recruit Me 3.0 system. Truth. The school selection process can take a year or more. So start in your freshman or sophomore year. Start gathering information about schools and programs. Make initial contact and begin sending stats after competing in varsity or club levels. You should definitely start the process no later than your junior year. The college coaches are under certain restrictions on when he or she can contact you and how he or she does the recruiting. In Appendix D and F of the Recruit Me 3.0 system manual, you get to see plain English summaries of the NCAA recruiting rules and NAI recruiting rules and eligibility rules. Two of the most asked questions I get from high school student athletes and their parents are when do I start and how do I start and how do I start the recruiting process. Recruit Me and the Recruit Me 3.0 system promote seven steps to get an athletic scholarship. Step number one is select the right schools to contact. Step number two is write a great email or introductory letter. Step number three is create a one-page profile. Step four is build your own questionnaire. Step five is track your communications. Then step six is send one-page updates. And step seven is make your school choice wisely. This myth Myth number four relates to steps one through six to get you to the point to do step seven to make a great school choice. The downloadable 300 plus page manual that is included in the 3.0 system goes into depth into each of these seven steps to an athletic scholarship. Also on the recruit-me.com website, I have built a table of contents on the Recruit Me podcast tab to help you to listen to past episodes. On this webpage are categories of high school freshman year episodes, high school sophomore year episodes, high school junior and senior year episodes. There are categories of school list episodes, recruiting research episodes, introductory email episodes, player profile episodes, and recruiting questionnaire episodes. You can find episodes on recruiting videos, stats, and exposure. One of the best categories has episodes pertaining to the steps of recruiting. So go to recruit-me.com backslash podcast three or find past episodes on your favorite podcast app to listen or re-listen to these helpful recruiting education episodes. 
I identified four main points from the truth about myth number four about athletic scholarships. The first point is to start your freshman and sophomore year of high school. Now this advice is generally good for most high school student athletes. As I have said many times, if there are a thousand student athletes getting recruited, there will be a thousand different paths to the final outcome. A majority of high school student athletes are not really in a position to get recruited during the first two years of high school. Most student athletes are not physically ready to impress the coach in their sport. Most student athletes have not taken classes or tests to impress a college coach, and most have not had varsity or high-level club competition to hone their skills in their sports. They also may not have the stats or analytics to show a college coach that they can play at that college's level. Now, there are exceptions, and there are 8th graders, freshmen, and sophomores that are or have gotten recruited at those ages. Those student-athletes will still want to do the Recruit Me 3.0 system steps, but just a little earlier. So point number two of this truth in this episode is to start collecting information about schools and programs. Your freshman and sophomore years are times to make sure that you understand how grades will affect your college athletic future and how academic scholarship money is normally larger than athletic scholarship money. So Recruit Me has and does promote the student-athlete to start a recruiting plan their freshman year. Your freshman year, day one of school, starts your high school GPA. You can start to fill your plate with the core courses needed to play and be eligible to play in college. Build a relationship with your high school counselor so they can help you make sure that you are on the right academic track all four years of high school. Freshmen need to start to make a list of colleges at all levels to start to research. To help you build a parameters list of what you want in a college experience, RecruitMe urges you to do drive-throughs of college campuses and to make an effort to go watch college games, matches, and competitions so that you will get a feel for the different levels of play. Go to a JUCO, a Division Three, a Division Two, a Division One, and an NAIA competition as you travel, or you can visit colleges in your area. You, as a high schooler, need to sit close to the field, the court, or the track, or the pool to see the size and the speed of college athletes and the game. Also, use especially your off-season club travel to do drive-throughs so that you can see and record things that you like or dislike about college campus. You'll start to answer questions like, do I like a large campus or a small campus, a large city or a small town? Do you like old nostalgic buildings or new modern ones? I found when I asked my sons what they wanted when they went to college, they didn't know anything about colleges until we made an effort to make them pay attention as we went on summer trips. As the boys traveled to baseball tournaments, we made plans to visit and do drive throughs in as many college campuses as we could in the area that we were going to. We would do drive throughs on the way to and back from a tournament. And the kids had to put down their phones and look out the window of the Tahoe to get a visual on what a college campus actually looked like. We did this as much as we could, and now the kids had a picture in their mind and on their phones of athletic facilities, dorms, class buildings, the landscape, and the icons of the campus so they could look back and remember that campus and helping them make a decision. Another great type of research that you can do your freshman and sophomore year is to go to actual college games. In most sports, people know about the Division I level, like the Dukes, the Michigans, the UCLA schools. But you need to make an effort to go to a mid-major game. We have Missouri State, which competes in the Missouri Valley Conference in our area. Missouri State brings conference teams to town like Drake, Northern Iowa, Southern Illinois, Evansville, and Indiana State. It plays other Division I non-conference teams like St. Louis U, Central Arkansas, BYU, and Oklahoma State, depending on the sport. 
We also have a couple of local NCAA Division II schools, an NAI-level school, and an NCCAA college. The NCCAA level is the National Christian College Athletics Association. There isn't a real close junior college here, but there are some within an hour or an hour and a half. So, probably much like in your area, there's a plethora of colleges that you can go see games. Make an effort to go to a game or a match and get as close to the action as you can. Again, get a feel for the size and the speed of the college game. This will give you an idea of what you need to do to be able to compete at that level. It will also help you see how you can fit into a college team and that level of college play. Your sophomore year, you should now have some of the foundation work done by building your school parameters list, building a school list, watching the different levels of competition, getting a good start on grades and core courses, and you can start writing your introductory email and filling out your player profile. You can get a template for the player profile at no charge in the free recruiting power pack on recruit-me.com. Episodes 259 and 260 are recent episodes on the intro email and the player profile. The introductory email will include the who, what, where, and when of who you are and what your intentions are. You include your athletic abilities and your honors. Then, some personal thoughts on why you compete. The email briefly tells a coach what you are currently doing in your sport, and finally you get to tell him or her how you will benefit his or her team. The player profile includes information like your name, your sport, position, a picture of you, your personal information like your home address and contact information, your date of birth and graduation date, your GPA, and ACT or SAT test scores. And then your profile has your high school and club teams and their coaches contact information. There is a box that includes your physical stats like height, weight, dominant hand or foot, your speed, and other sports-specific analytics. When you put together your introductory email and your player profile, you have to have information to give the college coaches. If you can't fill out a majority of the boxes or the information, then you may not be ready to actually get contacted by college coaches. So our recommendation is to keep doing research, keep doing your skills, keep working on your grades and your test scores until you can fill out the boxes and impress a college coach. Do not set yourself up for a bad impression by sending information too early. Also, as stated in the truce about myth number four, the early years of high school, a coach may not be able to contact you or visit you because of NCA or NAIA rules and regulations. You don't have to know all the rules and regulations, but being familiar with them can help you be less stressed by knowing when a coach can or cannot contact you or visit you at a game. I see many high school student-athletes and parents getting all stressed out when they spend all summer traveling and spending money and time, and no coaches ever contact them. I have seen players leave 14- and 15-year-old teams because they think the team or the club wasn't getting enough exposure to the college coaches. So, this episode tells you not to wait until your senior year to start your recruiting journey. I say that you should start your freshman year, as a matter of fact, the first day of your freshman year. But I also want you to understand that the physical and personal part of the recruiting will not be prevalent early in your freshman and sophomore years. The first years of high school help you set up the ever-quickening junior and senior years of high school. Go back and listen to episode 234, Recruiting Can Be Like a Car's Gas Gauge, to get a feel how the recruiting process speeds up your junior and senior years. Keep listening every Tuesday for a new Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app and subscribe. Also, you are welcome to rate 
and leave a review of the podcast. You can also find all the past episodes on recruit-me.com. Last week, I reviewed the second section, the record-keeping section. Last week's episode 281, I mentioned the Athletic Scholarship 24-Month Recruiting Planner and Journal book written by John Fugler. I mentioned that it had a place for record-keeping, where you could record questions for coaches, pages to record coaches you've engaged with, and a number of pages to record your coaches' conversations and interactions. This week, I'm going to tell you about the communication record and the scouting report pages of the record-keeping section. Pages 226 through 323, you can record up to 48 different college interactions in this book. The communication page has a line to record the school's name, and then three boxes to write in the coach's name, his or her contact information, and your interest level. There are four boxes to record the date that you sent your introductory packet, the date you sent your recruiting questionnaire, the date you sent your video links, and the date you sent updates to the coach. A large part of this page has space to record dates and your contacts and notes of those contacts. The second page is the scouting report page. You can keep an ongoing scouting report on every school or program that you engage with. Recording this information will help you consider athletics, academics, the coaching staff, the campus, the finances, and other priorities you have. The top of the page has a column for the strengths of the school and the weaknesses. The bottom part of the scouting report page is a school report card where you can record the net costs after all financial aid, the amount of the athletic scholarship offered, how you rate the athletic quality, how you rate the academic match, the quality of the program, the coaching staff, the coach's interest in you, the potential for my improvement at this college, and the potential to start in that program in the first two years, and then your overall impression. Next week, I will talk about campus visit notes. You can get the Athletic Scholarship 24-month planner and journal for only $20 on Amazon or by contacting me at brent at recruit-me.com. Also take advantage of the 2022 New Year's special. Grab the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System for only $89 to start the new year right. This system is normally $127. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system and click on the Get Access button to get started today. Join me next week for myth number five about athletic scholarships. Myth number five is most athletic scholarships are full rides. Thank you for listening and see you next week.